You're listening to the Masonic Light Podcast. Starring Pete Ruggieri, Larry Maris, and Jason Lewis. This podcast is not endorsed by any Grand Lodge, and the ridiculous ramblings of the hosts are their own. So sit back and enjoy some Masonic conversation without pretension. And now, here's your hosts, Pete, Larry, and Jason. And welcome, everybody. We're at episode 33. That means we got past the royal sublime secret, and we're here. <laughs> I'm Illuminati now. It's the only way any of us in this room will ever get a 33rd. <laughs> Just a 33rd episode. So uh, let's check that box. Yep. <laughs> Done. <laughs> so welcome. Um, I guess we'll go around the room. Uh, we'll talk about what we've done as usual. Um, we luckily we just recorded a guest. So you're going to hear an actual show this week. We're not just going to make crap up. We're actually going to have a real interview and you're going to like it. But uh, or else. Or else. <laughs> so we'll start with Jason. Jason, what have you been doing the past week since we've uh, seen you last? I think that. Uh, Things are finally calming down. I was at the Pennsylvania Council of Deliberation on Saturday, which uh, was two days ago. And it will be nine days ago once you guys hear this. Uh, but the Pennsylvania Council of Deliberation is the state-level Scottish Rite annual meeting, and that's where they deliberate on, oddly enough, things like 33rds and MSAs and all the awards and conduct their stately and business. my name didn't come up, right? Uh, I've, I'm not privy to those, to those conversations. Um, you know, I got to tell you, though, it was a great event because all the uh, grand officers come and uh, a lot of the council deliberation actives and deputies and high muckety mucks are all uh, uh, past grand officers or grand line officers. And uh, it was nice to see those guys in an environment that was, uh, you know, a little bit, a little bit different. And uh, the grand sovereign commander, uh, John William McNaughton, came down. It was nice to see him. Sturgeon. Sturgeon's a great speaker, ran a great meeting. It was a lot of fun. Jason's beginning to operate on a completely different plane than we are. You yeah, know that. you get that yeah. rarefied air thing. Council yeah. of Deliberation, yeah, Grandmasters, yeah, yeah. friends with the Grandmasters. He's going to start tying his shoes soon. I spoke, I spoke to zero Grandmasters. That's uh, well, you I should have got R.C. McCorby up there <laughs> yeah. doing that. Brother on the street. A couple, a couple passed. But, you know, we have, we have past Grandmasters in, in our neck of the woods. So they're very humble. Is that it? Is that it for you, Masonic? <laughs> that was... Are you done? Are you, are you done? done? Are you done? You're done. Yeah. yeah. I, I would turn your microphone off, but you have the controls. Yep. <laughs> Larry. Larry, you haven't done anything. No, no not really. Other you than went to breakfast. Got breakfast, goose and gridiron. I, I bring that up I every ate. time we talk. Still have a Therefore great attendance. Still good fellowship. Uh, but nothing else going on. Well, it's because we're called off for the summer. We Jack, are called off for the summer. you have anything else going on? We ripped the lights down in the basement. We started that project, so all's good. We need pictures for the website. Full steam ahead. And, I was going to do a, a, a time lapse, like every Monday at the same time, every Monday, take a picture of the basement. And, see, yeah, and, and here's, here's a thought. When you have the grand opening, there should be a celebration, and we should do the show there. I'm, I, yeah. Yes. Yes. That would be awesome. Right. That would be awesome. It's an effort. That's okay. Okay. The roads don't go there. 
It's 13 miles away. There's a wall in Brownstown. It's 13 miles away from Lancaster. It's so yeah. hard to get there. The you president have... built a wall in Brownstown. Jack will get you there. He'll come over here and have cocktails first, and then we'll drive up there. Try to take him home? In an ambulance. Um, yeah, so I don't think I had anything Masonically going on, which is awesome. <laughs> yeah. You need a break sometimes. As much as I love Freemasonry and it's... I mean, if you think I'm a bad person now, I was a really bad person before Freemasonry. I mean, it's really helped. So, um, but yeah, it's just really nice not to like, I thought we had an executive board meeting for Tall Cedars and nope, not till August. So, or September, not till September. So it's great. The only weird little bit of Masonic thing, I got a letter from uh, the Royal Order of Scotland and they did invite me down to the... uh, Whoa. If they did send me a correct address, I don't know. Nice. <laughs> the check cleared. The check cleared, and they sent me an address in um, Alberta, Canada. So that's <laughs> Washington. Is it a prince from a Nigerian prince needs a check for two hundred fifty dollars? So that's it. Oh, tell us about your trip to Goshen, Indiana. <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure my wife doesn't listen to this. It was it was awful. Um, it, it, it was it just as 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 much as i make fun of ohio i wish i could have gotten a flat tire in ohio and stayed there um you know my wife's people are nice they all love each other and they can actually talk to each other for four days without killing each other like my italian family if we're together for an hour we're dropping f-bombs sleeping with the fishes yeah so um um on the way out, I ate some popcorn, and uh, next morning woke up with an abscessed tooth. Nice. Oh no! Yeah, because of the, the chemo that. drugs I'm on, I'm <clears throat> like a wacky immune system. So a little sliver of popcorn got in down between my my whatever gum. Yeah, so that was fun. Um, you know, until I got some drugs over on a holiday weekend. But uh, we're all better now. Did you have to see Dennis while you're out there? No, I just I, I you go to the barber. That, that, that's <laughs> <Yeah>. it's, <laughs> it's right. the thing they've got there. For the, the, yeah. the, there was a gunslinger playing cards. <laughs> <laughs> they called him Doc, and he, uh, <laughs> yeah. So uh, now I just called my dentist. He's an old timey dentist. He's retired. He lives down in Willow Valley, <laughs> and I said, "Hey, Doc, can you just um, call in a prescription for antibiotics to CVS?" And he did so. Nice. We it won't was, mention his name. It was interesting watching from the day he got there to the day he left the progression of posts on Facebook and how each day it deteriorated <laughs> to the final day when the F-bombs were coming out and he was ready to kill. It was absolutely amazing. You could just see the downhill slide. And, and, and it's all me. I mean, they're, they're nice people. They, it's just I'm not used to being around quiet reserved nice people without internet and TV for <laughs> <laughs> Well, they do have internet. It's dial-up. <laughs> uh, so that's about it. We're going to take a quick break. What about Jack? Oh, yeah. Jack, we, we, did, we did Jack. We uh, did. Not he just didn't really have anything to say. Um, so we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to come back with our interview of brother Nick. What's Nick's last name again? Nick Lane. Yeah, Nick Lane of the Worshipful Master of the Virtual Lodge number, Jason? 190. What is this, a quiz? 190, (laughs) Castle Island, Manitoba, Canada. 
All right, so I'll take a quick break and we'll come back for a wonderful interview. Nobody told me there'd be a quiz. This episode of Masonic Light Podcast is sponsored by the Commodore Perry Service Plaza. Located on the scenic Ohio Turnpike, rated by Condo Nass Travel as the crown jewel of the Buckeye State, the Commodore Perry Service Plaza features renovated restrooms with those fancy high-efficiency hand dryers. So next time you're passing through Ohio to get somewhere else, stop on by. And we're back. So in just a few minutes, we're going to hear from Nick Lane, the worship master of Castle Island Virtual Lodge. Larry, tell us about uh, Nick Lane. Yeah, Nick is the uh, the worshipful master of the world's first virtual lodge. The world's first. Bear that in mind. Is that a, really? is that a true fact? I'm not, I'm not sure. He's the he's first one in Manitoba. First one, no, no. First in the world. Fake news. First one in the world. <laughs> Castle Island Lodge 190, located in Manitoba, Canada. If you look on a map... How can they be Lodge 190? Manitoba is really the first. way up there. Well, they had it. They're, they're a real chartered I, lodge. I know. I'm just being okay. nice. Well, you, you've heard of Hudson Bay? They're there. I mean, it's incredible. Anyway, uh, uh, it's Canada. He, he's also past master of a lodge in Ontario. So, I mean, he lives like 9,000 miles away from Manitoba, which, you know, has me scratching my head. How do they get back and forth to this? Oh, I forgot. It's virtual. But anyway, he's our guest. Hey. Hello. Hey, it's uh, Pete, Jason, hey, Larry, and uh, What's his Jack. Name? Jack. Just Jack. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to uh, Masonic Light Podcast. Our special guest this evening is Nick Lane, worshipful master of the world's first virtual lodge, Castle Island Lodge 190 in Manitoba, Canada. Uh, Nick, I would try to research you and find out all kinds of things about you on the internet, and there's not a whole lot I could work with, so I'm going to start off by asking you to tell us a little bit about yourself. Oh, uh, brethren, uh, first off, thank you very much for the invite to attend the, uh, the podcast today. My name is Nicholas Lane. I hail from uh, Burlington, Ontario, Canada. I belong to uh, two lodges. Um, my bricks and mortar lodge is Burlington number 165 of Grand Lodge of Canada in the province of Ontario. I'm the immediate past master there. And then I also sit, as uh, you said, the uh, virtual master of Castle Virtual Lodge out of the Grand Lodge of Manitoba, the next uh, province or jurisdiction to its right. Been a member of Castle Island for two, three years. Uh, started off as the uh, lodge education officer, then from junior warden, and then uh, this year to uh, to the worship master. As you said, uh, there's not a lot about us. Well, there is, but there isn't. Depends where you look. <laughs> is, it um, be- is it because it's really a secret? Yeah, it's not that much of a secret, brethren. Uh, we were started about six years ago under the auspices of the Grand Lodge of Manitoba in, in Canada. Um, people, people often ask, how, how does that work? Well, it's quite simple. You find six past Grand Masters and one sitting Grand Master, and you say, hey, I think we want to make a virtual lodge. And uh, that's what we did. Now, that gives you that quick history. 
Okay, that's, that's awesome. One of the things I did notice, you don't live in Manitoba province. You live in Ontario province, which is like a half a, oh good, half a continent away. And I'm, I'm exaggerating. It's at least one time zone. Yeah, at least one time yeah, zone. That's correct. How? I'm, how? I'm one time Go ahead. No, I'm one time zone away. You're saying, how did I, I get there? Is yeah, how, how, did you, how did you get involved in that? I mean, I know it's virtual, so you don't have to travel there necessarily. So one of the uh, one of the founding members is uh, Right Worship Brother Jake Mowens. Uh, Jake Mowens was um, a member of my mother lodge. So I actually started off in the Grand Lodge of Manitoba in a in a city called Thompson, Manitoba, which is 500 miles north of Winnipeg, Manitoba, which was where most of the constituents hail from. So, uh, in fact, most of the Grand Masters that I sit with today. Uh, I've actually met and sat in lodge with them because we were in the Grand Masters District in Manitoba. So, uh, the, the, how did it come apart? Well, uh, as I um, as I was a member of Burlington Lodge, I still kept in touch with my uh, good friend, Worship Brother Jake, and uh, eventually Jake told me about Castle Island Virtual Lodge, and, and then I uh, I visited for a while, and then, as I said, then started to actively remember. So it's a long story, but it comes comes together by still being active with some of the brethren in Manitoba. It's a short, short side of that. So what does the education officer do in a virtual lodge? Well, in the Grand Lodge of Manitoba, it doesn't matter if you're a virtual lodge or a bricks-and-mortar lodge, the lodge education officer or the LEO um, is the individual that's in charge of making sure that education and um, Masonic uh, rituals and processes are being followed to assist the brethren in the day-to-day -day working of the lodge. So, in our case, uh, obviously, the uh, lodge education officer right now puts together all of the the papers and any of the history that we're going to be doing, and then um, actively does a presentation. So that's what I did for the first couple of years. And then act as the uh, sitting master, I actually do most of that same work. In a, in a virtual lodge, it really makes uh, makes it easier if you understand technology and, and WebEx and uh, all of those cool and groovy things that, uh, that the, uh, the younger Mason would be looking forward to do. Well, by the, use of the word, by the use of the word groovy, we're, we're, we're assuming you're not in that group of younger Masons then. Yeah, no, I'm, I've just had my uh, 25th year of Masonry, so no, I'm, I'm not all that young anymore. Nice. I'm glad you're utilizing the 2003 technology of WebEx. <laughs> <laughs> cutting edge stuff. Yeah, it's cutting edge and stuff, yeah. So that, that's generally the... the the processes we use within the lodge education officer, like I said, it's his job to really just make sure that Masonic education and research is being completed and conducted in lodge. I, I feel a little bit remiss, uh, Nick, because basically we really haven't introduced ourselves to you. We're going in here. I feel improperly. I'm Larry Maris. I'm one of the hosts of the show. And sitting inside of me is Pete Ruggieri. Say hello, Pete. Hey, uh, hey there, Nick. And Jack Harley, our news director, is here. He was asking you questions earlier. 
Yeah. And, and Jason. I'm here too. Yeah, Jason too. <laughs> and, 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 and Pete, my, my real job here is just to keep Larry on track. Usually Larry will yeah. ask you a question and talk for 20 minutes and not let the guest speak. So I'm here to try and reel him in. That's okay. I'll, I'll just talk over Larry. At <laughs> oh, please. Yes. You've got the hang of it already. Hey. Yeah. I, I've listened to your podcast enough. Yeah. <laughs> Jason, we're up to six listeners. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jason had the, uh, you actually attended a virtual lodge meeting. You and Scott over from uh, the Lancaster area. You want to talk to him about that? Yeah, absolutely. We uh, sat in, I think, two, two meetings ago. Two meetings ago, yes. You yeah. didn't make the last one. I did not make yeah. the, well. Oh, they're keeping track, Jason. I know. Yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> let me tell you about that commute. Nice. And, uh. No, I had another commitment, unfortunately. But, yeah, I, I uh, joined uh, the, the WebEx with Scott next to me in uh, the comfort of my own home, and uh, Jack Aquilina was the guest speaker, so I can officially say that I've sat in lodge with, uh, with Jack. And I believe that your district deputy, not your geographical local district deputy, yes. but, the, but the district deputy for... Uh, the virtual lodge uh, attended that meeting as well, and he seemed, uh, at least in, in the middle yeah. of the meeting, he seemed pleased. Uh, it, I mean, it was great. I, I think that the meeting I attended, we had uh, Malaysia, um, Australia, obviously. We had a handful of people in the States, uh, including a, a brother from Pennsylvania that we didn't know about who wasn't too far from us. And you probably know better than I do, but there was a number of different countries uh, represented. Yeah. And, I, and I believe that we also had a gentleman serving in uh, one of the branches of the U.S. military, which I think is probably the, the, the best plug or the best elevator pitch about virtual lodges that you can uh, you can attend lodge anywhere. And, uh, you know, this gentleman was using his iPhone and his earbuds and was sitting in whatever sort of rec room of his, uh, you know, military base, at least that's what it looked like, and uh, was, was in lodge. It was great. Open and entered apprentice, and um, it was probably one of the best meetings that I've, that I've been to. So, Nick, this is Pete. Um, I was not part of that, and I'm kind of, I'm just a blank slate here. So what, what would I expect with a virtual lodge? What, what, what's going to go on? if I log on and I'm there to listen and watch? So the first thing you have to understand is that it's a, a process that's uh, been underway for two and a half years. First thing you do to, to, to sit in the lodge is you have to prove to myself or my team that you are an active member within a lodge. Um, you have to prove your, your uh, 2017 dues card. We then look you up to make sure you're in uh, good standing with Grand Lodge of Manitoba. Once that's all happened, we'll send you a uh, invite using uh, WebEx. You'll come in, and what do you expect to see? Well, you'll expect to see uh, 15 guys probably all saying, can you hear me for the first two minutes? <laughs> that's different than what you guys do on your podcast. Uh, once we get past that, can you hear me, and, and do we have that? Depending on what the demographics are, we probably get about a, um, I'm going to call it 20 to 30% new person every time we have a meeting coming out to us. So it's a little bit of a getting to know everybody. Um, what we try to do is we open up the meeting. So because you can't actually stand, 
in a, in a virtual lodge today. We uh, we use them as over work, so we're going to use the opening. We open the lodge at any point in time, kind of like yours. You might hear my dog in the background. Yeah. <laughs> um, kind of like that. Uh, we'll open up lodge. The uh, the master and the wardens will then go through the, the general opening that you would see using the emulation work out of Manitoba. Um, as I said, we dispense with the knocks. We open up the, uh, the volume of the sacred law. We'll show the constitution and our bylaws. And then uh, from there, we, uh, we start with the regular business of law. So, um, so you spend the next 30 minutes reading the minutes from the previous meeting? Is that? Uh, no, we don't do any of the minutes. Oh, I'm joining. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, we take about, uh, the, from the time of opening to the time of the education, the longest period of time is welcoming all the brethren from around the world. And we generally do that right at the beginning of the meeting. Um, Today we have a general WebEx that accepts 24 people. If we need to, we can bump it up a couple. We've had people, uh, I think, Jason, at your meeting, there were 34 members, uh, six different countries, uh, three different times, four different time zones. And uh, yeah, and then, like I said, we do, well, that was last meeting. So back to what your question was, I was doing a Larry there, I went back. All the introduction, and then from there we'll get right into the presentation. Uh, we've done a mixture of the, over the last year of both PowerPoint presentations. So depending on the lodge, the last uh, four meetings before you guys were attending, we were actually going through and, and giving the different uh, jurisdictional differences between the lodges. Within, uh, we had a presentation on the Grand Lodge of Italy because my. Uh, my junior, uh, junior steward is, is actually uh, in Rome. In uh, one of the nine Grand Lodges of Italy? <laughs> yeah, one of them. He's in the one that we, uh, we, we accept. He's been a member of our lodge for two years, other than Marvel. Um, and then from, from Grand Lodge of Italy, we went to um, virtual brother Blake Miles Leach, um, and he did a presentation on Queensland. From there, we then had a presentation done by our junior deacon, who's uh, Roger Veal out of uh, Arizona. So we had those. So those are kind of things we've done. And then obviously we've done some open level discussions. And then uh, the last meeting we had, two um, meetings ago that Jason attended, we had Brother Jack from Australia attend. So when I was in Australia, I was there on business. I met Jack and did some uh, meetings with him as well as attended his uh, Masonic Log Light podcast. So then Jack gave us an idea of what the Blue Lab Social Club is. So we talked about a, you know, how do you take a grassroots organization like the Blue Lab Social Club and how do you bring it across both from Australia? We have one in, in our jurisdiction, strangely enough, how that could happen. <laughs> and then uh, from there, the last meeting we had, we actually had four, or yeah, four master masons around the world on talking about what was it like for them to become master mason last year in the jurisdictions. So we had two Canadians, a uh, what I classify as a city mouse and a country mouse, 
with uh, a gentleman <laughs> in Alberta, and then we had a, a rural Alberta, so that's three provinces away from from mine, or one from, or two from uh, Manitoba. So he was probably, in your version of the world, just above Montana. Then uh, one of the gentlemen from Ontario, and then another gentleman, uh, Joey Boyer from Arizona, and then David Illinsworth, um, co-host of the Black to Light Bastard, uh, <coughs> about, uh, Mason podcast, just back in Mason in June from the Grand Lodge of Victoria. We just tried to kind of get a sampling of what it's like to be there, and then uh, we're starting to just plan out our August meeting. So that gives you a better idea of what we can have to do. I have a question for you that we're prob probably all uh, burning to know the answer. Uh, you had the pleasure of meeting Jack Aquilina in the flesh. And, uh, you know, yeah. uh, we don't use metric here, but we need to know. How tall is he? We need to know how tall <laughs> is Jack Aquilina. Well, I'm six foot one. So Jack would be about five foot five. I think Jack's mom's taller than Jack. <laughs> How much is that? There are kangaroos there that are bigger than Jack. <laughs> but yeah, there Jack are kangaroos bigger than Jack. That would be correct. But Jack makes fun of our weight in stone. Yeah. Like all these measurements that we don't use in America. Yeah, we're, we're wider than he is tall. So. We're measuring boulders. <laughs> yeah, uh, Jack. Jack's a funny man. Yes, I would agree. Now, Nick, are you past yeah. master in uh, in a traditional lodge? Yes. Do we yeah, ever talk I'm, about I'm, city uh, master, right? Yeah, I, I'm the IPM. I'm the immediate past master okay. of Livingston Lodge in '65. So, what you didn't ask is how I'm the master of. Oh, we're losing you a little bit. Okay, can you still hear me? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, no? yeah, 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 we got you. Yeah, yeah. you can hear me now? Yep. So the way you become a master, you have to be a, a sitting master to become the, to uh, take the, the chair of, you have to be a sitting or past master of a bricks and mortar lodge to become the master of a castle island virtual lodge. So they, they did, my castle island virtual lodge waited for me to become master of my in my bricks and mortar lodge and then they when I was made the master then magically I was then put into the chair of King Solomon in the castle island lodge as well nice okay yeah. I've got a hey, Larry here Nick I've got to ask you yeah. a question because one of the things that I truly believe in it's part of me if I can't laugh at least 10 times during a meeting I don't call it a successful meeting that's my personal thing right. Do you guys right. have fun? Can you laugh? Do you tell tell us tell us something? You know, this has been serious so far. I want to hear something a little more humorous. Do you wear pants? I'd be like pants free. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> is, is there a question there? <laughs> In lodge. Yeah. So, so do we joke in lodge? I think the answer is yeah. Okay. okay. Um, do we have a fun time? Yeah. Do we try to still be traditional in, in some of the things? I would like to say yes. I mean, obviously I have, you know, five past grandmasters sitting in lodge with me, so, you know, they're pretty, uh, pretty senior, senior gentlemen, so, yeah. Um, is there time for uh, friendship and, and fraternity? Sure there is, and in fact, that's probably the biggest thing that I like about this lodge is that 
you know, we're learning a lot about ourselves as we, you know, make our, our journey. We talk about a lot of different topics. And then afterwards, you know, there's always an opportunity to say, hey, brother, where are you from? What you like where you are? What are you doing? I've uh, been sharing lots of information through. I have a Dropbox as well, which I collect a lot of Masonic information from that I, I share with the other brethren as well. Yeah, when the meeting that I attended, I believe you had to leave to go pick up family from the airport, I think. Um, but yeah. I, you kept the you kept the meeting open, and, and man, we must have. Well, even even Scott Hoover that was with me, he uh, he had to get up and go, but we stayed online for. I mean, it had to be another hour, hour and a half, just uh, getting to know each other and, and uh, socializing. After he left? After he, yeah, he left, he left it wide open, and we closed the meeting. And oh, we all, I, I never would have done that. Well, we went downstairs and had ice cream, virtually. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> virtual pie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and the, and the other guys had, had, had another virtual top-up in their wine. Yeah. Uh, so, so, we're in so, so that's the interesting thing, do. is that there's not only are you seeing each other, not only you're talking to them, but there's also a huge amount of chat going on in the, so there's an online chat. Right. Where, you know, you're seeing a lot of information. So you, I'll give you an example. When we had the brother from Scotland on, he was asking questions and then you could see the, you know, the Southern, the Southern United States guy or the guy from California get on and they'd be asking questions. So you could see a lot of, I mean, as a moderator, I can see a lot of different conversations also going on. So it's not just that medium that you normally could have, obviously, when you have a one-to-one -one perspective, but then there's this whole sideline discussion going on talking about different things. As well, yeah, which is kind of cool. we had Facebook Messenger up and we were talking back and forth with, uh, with Jack. But I guess it's kind of akin to, um, you know, the whispers on the sidelines turn during a traditional meeting. Yeah. yeah. I, I'd yeah. be like trying to need a translator for like Scottish to Australian to Southern United States. <laughs> yeah, there, there was yeah, there was somebody on who was, who was really tough to understand. But you got yeah. that. And, and it's true. And he was only from Texas. <laughs> no, <I'm> <laughs> <laughs> well, remember, Jack Aquilina went to school in Texas. So he's got you got to watch him sometimes. Yeah, he, he's got a twang. Too, yeah. <laughs> hey, let me question this is Larry here uh, where are you where are you right now I am um, I'm on interstate 180 going towards North Platte Nebraska okay and your destination is what Las Vegas no my destination is Salt Lake City Utah Salt Lake City Utah okay nice. okay yeah are you uh, am I are you opening a virtual lodge in Salt Lake? No, I'm going to visit my uh, stepfather. I have some family business to attend to there, so my two daughters and I are, are going to Salt Lake City. Oh, that's awesome. Nice. That's great. Beautiful city. Yeah. Yeah. So, Nick, obviously you travel quite a bit. What, uh, what do you do by day for uh, your normal occupation? So I'm um, a senior infrastructure architect for a Canadian company. So I do IT work, so I work within the data center. So uh, I've been doing that now for almost 15 years. Nice. Before that, I was a hydrometallurgist at Thompson, Manitoba, working for a nickel mine. That's how I met Jake. Huh. The immediate past master of Castle Mountain Virtual Lodge. We, we have a town yeah. here in Lancaster called Nickel Mines. Yeah, it's not. It's famous for a bad thing. Yeah, but... 
Um, how did yeah. you How did you come to Freemasonry? Uh, you, you said it's been what 20, 25 years. How did you uh, How did you How, find to, how to get into lodge? Yeah. Yeah. So, couple couple reasons. Um, my high school teacher for English. Uh, he always had a Masonic ring on, and I liked him. I said, "What was it?" He told me. That was kind of mm, that's interesting. When I went to university in, in Winnipeg, where most of the guys from Castle Island are, I uh, made good friends with a buddy of mine, and his dad was a master of Menorah Lodge 122 in the Grand Lodge of Manitoba when we were at university, and he said, so both you guys, when you finish school, you know, get a job, settle down, and join a lodge. So... Uh, I, I finished university with a physics degree, uh, left, and then went to uh, work for Inco at the mining town, and then joined the uh, the lodge in uh, in my hometown. Did you immediately jump in at that point, or were, were you a sideliner for a while? Yeah, I was a sideliner for at least an hour. Uh, <laughs> you made eye contact, didn't you? There it is. Can't I say made that eye anymore. contact. Yeah. Yeah, we can. So I went in in 1991, and by so by the, within my first year, I think after becoming a master mason, I was asked to be uh, one of the stewards. And then from a steward, I went to chaplain. And then from chaplain, then there was a break in the line. I went to junior deacon senior deacon, junior warden, senior warden, and then the price of nickel took a little bit of a plummet. So I then said, no, guys, I'm, uh, I'm not sure if I can I can do this. I need to uh, change. I changed jobs from, from mining and metallurgy into IT. And then I said, no, I'll, I'll go back as junior warden. Uh, so I, I, I actually didn't make it. I was supposed to be master the first time in 1998. I didn't become master until 2016. Oh, well. So, uh, wow. yeah, so took some time look, off. Looked over yeah. the edge and, and came back. All right. Yeah. And then joined Eastern Star as well, because my mother-in-law was Eastern Star. So I did that. And then I decided, oh, I might, I might go into the Royal Arch. So then I started Royal Arch. Nice. Which was 235 kilometers away or five-hour drive. So wow. I joined a, I, I joined chapter in uh, northern Manitoba. And uh, I went twice, uh, both on field days to get to get the, you know, finish the master, the Mark Master Mason. So and then I didn't do it again for 10 and a half years. So, so when's the uh, Royal Arch Virtual Lodge going to start? Uh, as soon as I finish this one, I'll start the next one. <laughs> so are your kids in the car right now bored to tears? Uh, one of them is. Okay. <laughs> She's reading a book. She's used to that. She's usually the one you see at the back. So if there's a, a young 60-year-old young lady that decides to walk through the back of the virtual lodge and I say, hey, would you please sit downstairs and not black me? She's the one who gets like Is that like, do you, have, do you have an immediate black... Do you have an immediate blackball button if uh, somebody makes a weird comment about your daughter? You can just zap them and they're gone. Yeah, no, not yet. I, I might think of it though. Easy button. I might not just turn your mic back on. Today. Yeah. When I uh, attended uh, a couple months ago, my six-year-old was out apparently outside my office with her ear to the door and her secret notepad, yeah. and my my wife took a picture and. You know, of course, uh, all yeah. the notes were, were gibberish, but <laughs> there, there certainly was an eavesdropper. Cowan's an eavesdropper. Yeah. yeah. 
So, I mean, that's the, the interesting thing, gentlemen, about the Virtual Lodge. I mean, we, as you said, we had, uh, I think it was TC, Brother TC, I can't remember TC's last name. I have a list of about 150 people that I, I've invited and, and brought in. Some people I remember and some people they don't. But uh, one of the, the discussions we had was, so what's it like to have to tile your own lodge? And we said, look, guys, it's, because we're not really doing any any ritual other than going through the screen and then you hearing me speak through your earbuds, um, we don't get to, you know, there's been a lot of discussions, do you have to be behind a, a door? Well, I try to get behind a door, but then as you said, you have a little girl listening on the other side, what's she gonna hear except <laughs> a one-way conversation with you talking through a microphone? Right. It's not all that exciting because you can't actually see it or, or hear it. I'm not suggesting that we don't need the tile. I'm just suggesting that, um, you know, we have the levity of, of being able to be pretty pretty open. I've been in, in, in meetings with the guys. I was on business one time, and we opened a lodge, and, and they needed me to be there. So I was walking around our, net, our nation's capital on, on the WebEx talking an opening as I walked up a hill. <laughs> in, in Ottawa, Canada. So, you know, it, it depends where you are and what you can do. You know, you don't I have an active role that night. I, I think that you know, free, Freemasonry being in the in the, I, I don't know the 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 season that Freemasonry is in. Uh, I've often said that variety, I, I think, is going to be one of the things that save us as a, a fraternity. And you know, that a week after attending your lodge, I attended a. Uh, attritional observance and you know they were 180 degrees of each other uh except for you know a huge overlap that was the actual fellowship um but i think it's great you know some of the guys that were on the meeting that i was on i mean you could somewhere behind their their desk somewhere in the the comfort of their own home and other guys were working i think there was another guy working security am i am i right who was just on his iPhone, and uh, I mean, it was great being able to. Yeah, you know, it's nice because we can take Freemasonry to the people as opposed to the people having to come to us with the virtual lodge. Right. My big takeaway. It was great. Yeah, and the, and the thing that I'm trying to figure out right now is platform discussion. So, in fact, our next GP meeting, which I was just answering questions to today, talked about: Do we need to have? Are we going to continue with WebEx? One of the other brethren owns his own company and he has a, a platform called Bio, which is great. It does Windows and Androids, but it doesn't do iPhones and iPads and you know, all the other tablet type devices and do we need that. So, well WebEx certainly was the lowest common denominator and it's stable. Yeah. It it is and it works really well and that's kinda of what I like about it is that I don't have to worry about it. Because for the first two and a half years we tried this, this is our, WebEx is our fourth platform. We tried Adobe, we tried some Google components, and then finally uh, there was one before, even before I joined, they tried. This is the one that they decided on. Did I hear you say there was a limit to the number of people that could be in that meeting? Uh, only by the, the, the general structure that we paid for costing. So we paid for a introductory uh, WebEx license with allows 24. The last meeting we had, I had uh, our junior warden bump it up to 34. Um, you have to pay another $15, and that makes it up to 100. So but we're going to see a dues increase, is that what you... <laughs> Yeah. Uh, no, not right now. <laughs> what I'm trying to figure out, that's a different 
Do you want to talk about per capita? You want to get a grumpy bag grumpy? <laughs> <laughs> grumpy past masters. Yeah, per capita, $75 grand launch bag. Sorry, bad launch bag. There you go. Um, but yeah, so we're, we're just trying to figure out how we can do that and what's the best medium we can. The, um, one of the uh, other guys is in the U.S., so we, we might get him to like That's where we live because we get a better price from him. I, I'm, this is... Yeah. This is Pete. I'm probably the biggest negative person here, and I just think it's really cool. I didn't really understand it when Jason told me he was going to do it. I kind of goofed on him, and like you know, I was like, I guess I had no idea. But it actually sounds, especially for you know Manitoba, where people may be hundreds and hundreds of miles apart. You know, I mean, to try and keep people connected. Yeah, definitely yeah. extends the cable toe. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Which brings it doesn't. <clears throat> yeah. Larry, yeah, you're gonna ask a question, or can I tell you something? Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead, please. So, so there's a, a couple states that are, are very interested. In Nebraska, which I happen to be going through right now, like the past grandmaster in Nebraska is very interested in, in, in opening a virtual lodge for the same reason. Um, Grand Lodge of Colorado, so uh, Brother Jeff Beaupre is uh, part of the Grand he's on the Communications and Technology Committee for their Grand Lodge, and we're trying to visit there as well. Um, after we had a meeting with Brother Jack Aquilina on it, we had the Grand Lodge of Victoria express an interest to open up their virtual lodge. So there are other jurisdictions. Uh, in fact, this August, we're going to vote on petitions of affiliation for five new members, which will probably put the balance of power now outside of Manitoba, interesting enough, and with more paid members outside of Manitoba than actually being in the Grand Lodge jurisdiction of Manitoba. Hmm. So that's kind of my hope is that, you know, that. We, we can continue the expansion globally and not worry about where we sit and what jurisdiction because as I think you guys can attune to, to get a Grand Lodge to say, to get it through to then make a constitution, to then get everything made and working as a fully operational lodge, that's a big example. Um, we, uh, it, it took a while to do that. Larry, you going to ask a question? Yeah, I was, Nick. I'm, I'm very interested. I see the picture of the castle on an island in this beautiful body of water. Now, yeah. is that a virtual castle or is that a real castle in Canada? No, that's a, that's a picture that my secretary said that we adopted four years ago. I have no idea where it is. <laughs> uh, okay. Now, do okay. you try to have, um, like, maybe one meeting a year where people try to show up in person to a regular real lodge meeting? They, they have tried it in, in Manitoba with most of the Manitoba guys. So, yes, yeah, but it's not a... The answer is no, because... Um, because most of us, like I said, half of us are outside of Manitoba. We can't actually do that. Once right. We all decided to fly to Winnipeg. Hey, I don't like Winnipeg that much. I'm not that Now, Nick, you guys meet on fifth Wednesdays, whenever those occur, correct? Yeah, the fifth Wednesday of every, of every month. Probably uh, five times a year. Between four and five times a year. So August 30th is, uh, is the next one. 
Yeah, August 30th is our next one. So seeing as how more than one person can sit behind a computer screen, maybe we can get a widescreen lens and all four of us could... Uh, You're going to need 70, really 6 millimeter <laughs> fisheye lens. Yeah. Maybe we can uh, all squeeze together and, and, and attend together. Yeah. We've had, uh, we've had that happen. We've had, uh, excuse me, six guys in... Um, in Colorado, in a lodge, actually, that had Wi-Fi, they uh, they all sat together. They had a really wide-angle lens, sat way far back. They couldn't see anybody, but other than that, it was great. So if we get uh, seven, we get the traveling microphone. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we have had a visit with our lodge, with Virtual Island Lodge, visiting um, a lodge in Arizona. So Brother Roger was the... Years ago, so he would have been the junior warden. He wanted us to, to meet with him, so we met with his lodge as well. So we actually had ourselves set up in his lodge. He had enough uh, wide angle uh, television screens and microphones and speakers set up that we, we attended virtually had a 42 inch screen. So, as, for those of you who did attend, you'll know that we tile at the bottom. In other words, there's little pictures of us. So, the person who speaks. Hopefully, it's the person you want to see. Um, once the, the microphone and WebEx activates your picture or your voice, your picture that becomes centered on the screen. We, we met with Roger in Arizona for our daylight lodge. Uh, nine of us came, plus I think 10 visitors. There was 19 people that virtually visited in Arizona. And then there's a, a lodge in Manitoba, our uh, Senior steward, which is Rico Brett, of Filipino descent, we have Filipino Lodge, Philpan Lodge, that's actually had a meeting with a Filipino Lodge on a similar type of group. So we can't, we, if your lodge is internet capable and you want to meet with us, to have more than one people, we can actually want to meet on the same night we do for another night we've done that as well in the past. Well, Nick, uh, I don't have any more questions. Actually, they're not allowing me to have any more questions. Uh, uh, I, I do appreciate you Larry, taking... I find that so hard to believe. <laughs> <laughs> Other questions? Uh, I do appreciate you coming on the show. And Are you currently driving, or are you uh, at the hotel now, or what? No, I, I'm currently driving behind a what looks like a TA cat and a truck with on it. Good grief. Good grief. Uh, well, I didn't want to become a danger to your travel, so I do appreciate you coming on the show, really. It's been, it's been great. If people around the world, and apparently we do have a worldwide listening audience, uh, want to be able to contact <laughs> you, how do they go about wanting to yeah, laugh? That's true. We do. There are number five markets in Sweden, for goodness sake. But anyway, uh, if they want to contact you, how do they, how do they uh, get a hold of you to, to, join, to uh, attend a meeting? So what they do is they send myself uh, an email. It's uh, Burlington Lodge WM at gmail.com and that uh, will come to my inbox and then once I've got your uh, requested invite or request of, of meeting and I will then contact the brother to get a copy of their Jesus card and away we go and at the, the meeting night and since you will I put you on the list of people who want to attend feel free 
Okay, great. Very cool. Uh, we'll we'll uh, we'll also uh, put that information on our website. Yes, please. I, I well, appreciate um, that. So, brethren, it's it's been great having you here. I know, uh, you know, from from my perspective to you, I, I wish you guys all the best. I think it's great that we have podcasters like yourselves meeting on a you know, weekly basis to talk about Freemasonry and, and how we can help people and in their journey and we talk about the new mobile brethren I think that in yourselves and even well, if we're trying to do a calf mile gives that that new venue to that brother I think you put it really like which was let's bring masonry to, to them and not have them have to go to masonry exactly yeah I think this is definitely the, the next generation the virtual lodge the podcast people having fellowship but with structure you know, across borders. Anarchy with a structure. I like that. Uh, absolutely. Anarchy, fun, got to have it. Well, well Nick, you. it was good talking to you. Be safe. Give hugs to your daughters. And uh, thanks for appearing on Masonic Light Podcast. Uh, we hope to see you again. Thank you, gentlemen. I'll uh, look forward to seeing you at the next meeting in person with uh, nice pictures. And we'll, uh, we'll see you hopefully for our August meeting. Okay. Brother, make sure you uh, send a, send me an email to remind me if you'd like to attend and any of those brethren that are listening okay. today on the podcast. Please do so, and we'll, we'll make sure we get you. Okay, awesome. Nick. Take Thanks care now. Don't text and drive. <laughs> Bye. Don't text and drive is bad. Talk to you, Bye. Night. Hey, we're back. Uh, so um, hopefully... Jason was able to tweak the uh, the controls on that so you guys could hear that interview. We heard it very well. I'm, it's it's always a mystery for me with the uh, the technology. The technology. It's a good thing you were not worshipful master of the virtual watch. Yeah, I'd be a virtual worshipful master. Um, but hey, <laughs> I learned a lot. Master. I learned a lot. I I think I told uh, Mr. Lane on the on the me and on the call that like I would kind of poo pooed the height the idea, but it sounds really cool. I don't think that virtual lodge is a replacement for normal lodge. I think it's a nice alternative and, you know, like I said, variety. It's almost an appendant body, right, where you get together with other people from farther away that come together and socialize and get to know each other. But they're they're warranted. Right? No, I get it. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of the big deal for them is that they're on a legit lodge through Grand Lodge of Manitoba, I think he said. Right. But, I mean, I, you know... I guess if we wanted to do something, I don't want to do it, but if <laughs> I'm not volunteering to set this up, but if somebody wanted to set up some sort of a meeting like that, anybody from all over the world, we could do it. But, you know, I, theirs has some structure because it's legit. He does make sure everybody really is amazing. Well, like you said, you start out with six past grandmasters, you're going to have a legit organization. I mean, you just have to. Right. So. Yeah. Larry, you have anything to offer? Well, you? Other, th other than the fact that I think what we're going to probably do is, uh, if you remember last Christmas, we had a joint Christmas party with the Jack Aquilina and the I remember and parts Ipling of that. and the guys in uh, Australia. Yeah, I remember you do remember <laughs> parts of it. And I think maybe what we should do is for maybe the upcoming August meeting, if we can, we should all gather around a computer with a wide screen so that he can see all of us. And have a little bit of a party at a lot. Well, we wouldn't say that, but, you know, just show up and 
I don't, only, I, only if we all wear fezes. I don't think that you can. I don't. <laughs> we can certainly. Well, let's not. Let's not give away hats, any not, Let's not give Pennsylvania a bad yeah. name. Again. Well, we could certainly. Again. We could certainly join their meeting and then halfway through put our fezes on. That's, yeah, that's certainly fezes. Uh, tall cedars. Fezes on shirts off. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, I don't know about oh, that. Oh no. And we could say toward the end too. You know, we're all sitting here without pants on. <laughs> okay. Mm. Oh, anyway. Alrighty, so we're going to go into. Well, he needs to tell people how to get. Yeah, a hold how of to us. get a hold of us. Right? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we 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 do love hearing from you. But nobody ever calls us, so uh, please call yeah, us. Yeah, I, I don't understand that. Send us an email, Podcast at gmail dot com, or you can call us. Leave us a message at three one five five nine six two seven six six. That's three one five five nine Mason. And make sure you check out our website at MasonicLight.com. Please, let's hear from you. Yeah, and, and if you have the technology, there should be an app on your phone called Voice Recorder. Um, you could just record like 20 seconds, say, hey, um, this is brother, insert name here, of Lodge so-and-so of so-and-so town. You're listening to the Masonic Light Podcast. And just email it to us, and uh, we'll, we'll use you going in or out of a commercial break. Yeah. Speaking of hearing from people, how about some Seth Anthony? Corpora Obscurum. Corpora Obscurum. Seth, we need you to record a couple more for us. We're getting low. All Seth, all the time. Thanks, Seth. Seth, uh, Thanks, Seth, for giving us a lot of ideas and direction here. All right, and here's Seth. (laughs) You're about to enter Corpora Obscurum. The realm of weird fraternal organization. Leave your Freemasonry behind. Prepare to meet druids, caliphs, and wild creatures. Knock thrice. And enter at your own risk. Well, hi there, Masonic Light Podcast listeners. Welcome to another edition of Corpora Obscurum. The American Woodman, not to be confused with the Woodmen of America, is an interesting organization in the history of fraternal groups. Originally started by a group of Caucasian men in 1901, the group was quickly transformed into an African-American fraternal society by the 19-teens. Throughout their history, the American Woodmen have worked hard to support charitable causes, especially within the African-American communities they served. From just $9,000 in 1910, the group managed to amass assets of over $10 million by the late 1960s. In 1966, the organization transitioned, with the fraternal aspect being separated from the Financial Benefit Administration. This created the American Woodman Stock Company, which worked alongside the American Woodman. This corporation was purchased in 1972 by Crusaders Life Insurance, wresting control of the insurance group away from the Woodman. Legal battles ensued as the fraternalists tried to regain control of their assets. The groups reconciled in 1978 and have worked together ever since, operating as a fraternal benefit society restricted to black citizens. Want to know more? You can learn more about historic fraternal groups and the effect they had on America by visiting and supporting the J.H. Rathbone Museum, located in Lafayette, Indiana, and on the web at www.jhrathbonemuseum.org. Thank you, Seth, for another outstanding episode of Corpora Obscurum, another obscure body that's 
obscure, obscure, and we'll find uh, out which one, and we'll find out which one it was when we listen to it with you (laughs) after Jason cuts it into the meeting. All right, what next? You, me, news, and now the news. Good news, everyone. Masonic Light News. News not fit to print. Tragedy struck Orpheus Lodge number 26 in Zeeland, Michigan, when three members died of sleep apnea as their stated meeting entered its third hour. The secretary was nearly finished reading the minutes of the last stated meeting when it was noticed that the three brothers sat with their heads tilted back, their mouths open, and their eyes glazed in peace. The Grand Master has since issued an edict allowing abbreviated minutes at all future meetings. And that's the Masonic News. So mote it was. Hey, Masonic Light Podcast. Jason Richards calling from the Masonic Roundtable. Hope you guys are well. Uh, listen to your latest episode. Fantastic stuff. You guys are doing some great things and a uh, big fan over here. So I wanted to let you know that uh, I've got your Lodge in the Woods date on the calendar. I can't make any promises yet, but it's at least on there, and I will do my best. Get my butt up there from D.C. So keep doing what you're doing. Uh, you guys have at least one or two friends. I don't know if... Uh, I don't know if Jackie from Australia actually counts or not, but uh, he's he's up and coming. I mean, we, we he's, he's maybe half a fan. We'll we'll give him half a fan. But uh, you guys are doing some great stuff. Love the show. Keep it real. And uh, so, do you guys have anything Masonic coming up? No, just random stuff. We're putting sound in the building and got a couple of petitioners on the uh, on the line, trying to get some petitions in, and that's about it, really. Yeah, Larry, you just had breakfast. Yeah, go some gridiron coming up on Thursday, which I probably won't be at. My other eye's getting operated on for the cataract. Uh, Jack, do you have anything going on? Um, just uh, until the end of September, I'm going to have Lodge in the Woods going on. Um, we, if you uh, if you are interested. If you're in the First Masonic District in Pennsylvania, contact any worshipful master in the First District. Uh, if you're from outside the district, uh, feel free to log on to Eventbrite, B-R-I-T-E, and just type in the search engine 2017 Lodge in the Woods, and you'll see a brief rundown on what happens and how to buy tickets online. Uh, we do have that back up online jason we fixed that good job not sure what happened good steak dinner and uh you get to hang out in the woods good steak dinner it's a scout camp it's rain or shine there's a giant pavilion so if it's raining or the weather's in any way contrary we'll be under roof um and we've got golf carts to carry you back and forth to the parking lot so we have bug spray uh we have uh no but we will i i I don't think we have anybody in charge of bug spray so jason you are you are slated to drive as long as i get to drive the cart i'm happy i have you as golf carts yes yes i'll bring the bug spray all right Uh, have we decided to do a show from up there dive listen to the last episode welcome that Hmm? we talked about that the last episode yeah did but did we vote on it yet 
we said, shouldn't we cover that? And then we all said yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, we should definitely cover it. I just, the logistics If up Pete there, can cover it without being there, that would be... <laughs> well, yeah, I don't have to be there. <laughs> it is tile, too, so... But, but I'm just saying, like, I don't... Unless we, like, take somebody off into the woods mysteriously, I don't know where we're going to have a, a quiet place. There, I mean, there's, lots, we don't, of, we don't there's need, lots of places around there to do Yeah, that. we don't need to do an episode from there. We just need to cover... And we can have a picnic table on the other side of the hey pavilion. Hey, buddy, let's, let's go walk to the uh, archery range. Let's go. Uh, <laughs> nice. Before we get out of here, we should mention that uh, it is summer break. So we are going on summer break, uh, but our podcast is not. So when you listen to the next episode, uh, the next episode format might be a little bit different because we... Can you, can you, like, splice in some Dr. Dre, like, next episode? Yeah. A little riff there? Why? Because well, you just said the next episode it would be funny. That would be had, funny. Like, you know, I can't make that noise <laughs> of the song, but <laughs> yeah. But we are pre-recording uh, two episodes here at once, and uh, obviously our what's coming up and what we've done won't be any different. Don't sigh at me. So, ep- yeah. Um, Although you at home will never know the difference. Episode 34, when it comes on, um, you're, feel free to hit skip because we're just winging it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's it. I have nothing going on. Uh, Larry, you going to take us out of here? Anything Absolutely. else? Oh, J- Jason, did I miss anything? No. Well, Larry, Let's take go. us out of here. Hey, it's time to go. So, uh, uh, <laughs> Oh, good, good grief. Anyway, uh, thanks again to uh, Monarch Studios for allowing us to record in this phenomenal establishment. We really do appreciate it. Uh, to our uh, producer, uh, Jason Lewis, for always making magic for the show. If you really could see a, a taping of our show, uh, a visual, uh, you, you'd be, you would you'd not be not har- you'd be horrified. New game, new It'd game. Guess the background noise. Unbelievable. That- <laughs> uh, to uh, our news director, uh, Jack. Uh, What's his name? Jungle Jack Hanna. Yeah. Just Jack. Jack, Jack Harley. Just Jack. <laughs> Just Jack. Oh, my God. Anyway, uh, also, too, a uh, special thanks to our PR, uh, our PR specialist, assistant PR specialist. A lot of BSing. And uh, also, too, to our audience response analyst who shows up occasionally, lukewarm. And we do have a behavior consultant here. Uh, Wyatt behooves you. Uh, she's our behavior <laughs> consultant. And occasionally, occasionally we do need... Wait, a, a lady named Wyatt? <laughs> have not heard that before. That's funny. Oh, good grief. And uh, our, we do have a creative director. And, I, you know, occasionally he gets upset because we don't give him a lot of credit. Uh, but our creative director drew a blank... And uh, always on the ball, always there. And we do have a dope slap administrator, administrator, a dope slap administrator. That hurts. That hurts. Drop, drop the mic. What the? What's dope, a dope d- slap? Dope means slap. something different to me. Dope slap. <laughs> Larry's too insert his own good. Insert bong sound. Is that a, is that a, is that a hashtag? <laughs> Uh, All right, a new law firm tonight, Rush, Rush, and Delay. And we did get a call from uh, another law firm out of uh, New York. Pray for us. That actually, they'd like us to mention them, and that's Lowball and Lynch. I mean, you can't get any lower than that. Uh, Jason, fade us out. Okay, this is Larry Maris. Jason. Jason Lewis. Stone him. It's Jack. My, my name is Mud. Bye. <laughs> That was good. Bye, everybody.